The Productive Woman, Episode 298. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Well, welcome and thank you for joining me. This week, we're going to talk about getting back on track when your life and productivity have gotten away from you. You'll find more information and links in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 298. Before we get started, a couple of little announcements. I want to mention, first of all, that I've recently been honored to be a guest on a couple of other podcasts that you might enjoy listening to, not just the episode that I was on, but just in general. Both of them are hosted by women who are in the Productive Woman community. Uh, The first one is a podcast called Wellness While Walking, and it's hosted by Carolyn Cohen. And her podcast is aimed at delivering inspiring, interesting, and funny news and stories about health and life for listening to While You Walk. And our conversation was published in two parts in her episodes 21 and 22. And her website is wellnesswhilewalking.com. I will put links uh, to those episodes in the show notes. And I was uh, really enjoyed talking with Carolyn. And similarly, I recently was on The Power to Live More, hosted by Joe Dodds of the UK. And her podcast is aimed at business owners and leaders, and it's all about productivity, organization, well-being, energy, and resilience. You can subscribe to her show on Apple Podcasts or listen via the website at powertolivemore.com. And as I said, I'll put links to all of these in the show notes for this episode in case you want to check them out. So thank you both to Carolyn and to Joe for the honor of being a guest on their podcasts. The other announcement I wanted to share with you is that we are coming up on a couple of milestone episodes of The Productive Woman. Just two episodes after this one that you're listening to right now, we are going to be uh, publishing episode 300. And uh, right after that will be our six-year potiversary episode. episode. And I would like to include you in one or both of those episodes. And so what I would like to ask for from you is that you would share with me uh, basically how you are getting things done and making a life that matters. That is a couple of questions you could answer for me. What does it mean to you to make a life that matters? Uh, first of all, and secondly, what is your most useful tip for being productive and making a life that matters, uh, either the tip or the the approach or the, the system or habit or whatever, whatever you've learned about productivity that's helping you to be productive in the way that you want to be, either a, a, a tip, a, a suggestion, or your favorite productivity tool. Any of those things that you could share with me that I can incorporate into one of these upcoming milestone episodes, then I'd love to do that. You can either email it to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, or if you want to um, 
actually be heard on the episode, you can go to the button on the website that lets you leave a voice message and just record something there. Keep it to, you know, under two minutes. And be sure if you do the audio tip or suggestion or contribution that you introduce yourself and you don't have to give your whole name if you want to, you know, it can just be something like, hi, this is Susan from San Diego, or this is Ellen from England, or, you know, something like that. And what it means to me to make a life that matters is, you know, whatever, or my favorite productivity tip or tool is, you know, and then whatever that is, just something like that, that I can then incorporate into the episode. I really would love to hear from you. I've said all along, as I've done this podcast, that I I don't see myself as the expert. I want to provide a forum and a community where we can learn from each other. And so I'd love to hear what you've learned that is helping you to make a life that matters. So if you'll share those things with me, I would love it. Again, it's at uh, email it to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com or just go to theproductivewoman.com and look for the button that lets you leave a voice message. It should be along the right-hand side of the page. There's just a little thing there that you can click that says, send me a voice message. All right, that's enough of that. So let's get into this week's topic. Even those of us who are very intentional and purposeful about being productive, about setting up systems and habits and routines to be productive and to get the things done that matter to us, even those of us who are good at it and sometimes get off track. We are human after all. Uh, Sometimes things kind of fall apart on us or we just, you know, kind of go into a slump or, or whatever you want to call it. And we're maybe not following through the way we wish we were, we're not as productive as we want to be and things have kind of fallen apart on us. And we've, we've just gotten off track that, and that's human. It's normal. That's part of why I ask that question of every guest about what do you do when things kind of go off the rails? Well, I had a question recently in the productive woman community, Facebook group about getting back on track after you've sort of fallen off the productivity wagon. And so I thought I'd talk about that this week and share a few thoughts, including going back to look at suggestions from some of our past guests, because we've gotten some great tips from them. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Maybe we can start with what causes us to get off track in the first place. I mean, what it comes down to is that anything out of the ordinary can throw us off our stride, it can interrupt our routines and sort of create this compounding effect that gets us off track and uh, off the 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 road of being productive in the way we want to be. It can be an illness, whether yours or someone else's that you're caring for. It might be physical or physiological changes like pregnancy, perimenopause, any of those sorts of things that we've talked about before that can interrupt our ability to follow the routines and systems that we've put in place, uh, make it a little more difficult to get things done in the way we want to. Uh, Big events can happen that add lots of new commitments that sort of throw us for a loop. And they can be good events, a wedding, a graduation, a new baby, or or difficult events like a divorce or a lost job or, or starting a new job. 
very emotional events can have an impact on our ability to kind of stay on track. You know, family situations or a child leaving home, you know, going away to college, that can be a difficult time for a lot of us. Unexpected bad news that we have to process that maybe throws us off our stride and um, gets us kind of out of our normal routine can get us off track to where we're no longer being productive in the way that we want to. I think a lot of us have experienced this with the recent events in the world and in the United States, uh, the pandemic, and as I'm recording this, some of the protests and riots that are going on. Any of those kinds of things can have an impact on our ability to focus, to stay on track with our productivity and kind of throw us off for a while. So whatever the reason might be, what can we do to get back on track when things have gotten away from us, when we've become overwhelmed, we have lost our way maybe a little bit and just gotten out of the habit of doing those things that work for us normally? What are some of the things we can do? Well, that's you know, what I wanted to talk about on this episode. And I, I will start with saying, I mean, I think the first thing we have to do in a situation like that with, for whatever reason, um, we are off track with respect to our productivity and trying to get back into those routines. The first thing we need to do is give ourselves grace, um, a day or a week or a month or more of not getting stuff done is not a negative reflection on who you are as a person or on your value as a human being. It doesn't say anything about who you are. It's just an event, an experience. It's something that's happened. And as Pooja Madan reminded us in episode 119, a bad day does not mean a bad life. And I would extend that to say a bad week, a bad month, a bad season does not mean a bad life. It doesn't mean we're a failure. It's just something that's happened. And we need to give ourselves grace just as we would extend grace to anybody else that we care about who maybe has, um, you know, fallen off the wagon, so to speak. Remembering that what you do matters, but you are not what you do. You, we are not defined by how productive we are. It's just one element of life and productivity in that sense of getting things done, of achieving goals or any of those traditional measures that we think of with respect to productivity. Those are not an end goal. Productivity is a means to an end, which is a life that matters. And we need to keep that in perspective. If we're not getting stuff done in the way that we think we should, uh, that doesn't say anything about who we are as a person. Um, part of giving yourself grace uh, or the, you know, maybe the next piece of it is to uh, take care of yourself. If you're feeling overwhelmed and like things are out of control, self-care might seem like a waste of time when you when you've decided you need to get kind of back back on track and and back to getting things done, you may feel like I don't have time to to take it easy and take care of myself, but it's crucial. 
especially at times like that when, when things have kind of gotten out of control. So get some rest. Many of our guests have said that when they're in this situation, one of the things they do first is get more rest to take a nap or go to bed early. And, and there's a reason why this kind of thing matters. It's nearly impossible to evaluate the situation rationally, let alone come up with good solutions when you're exhausted. Um, Michelle Fenninghaus in episode 158 told us that she realized how important uh, what she eats or how she eats is to how she feels. So eating right and getting enough sleep are top priorities for her. And Helen Wright in episode 269 shared with us her tool of taking what she calls a well-being day. This started for her when she was feeling really run down after not having taken a vacation for a while. And she took a day off, sat in a cafe and read a book, got a pedicure and went shopping. Basically, she told us she did things that she used to do before she had kids and having that me time helped her recharge her batteries and dive back into being productive in those more traditional senses. Uh, similarly, Sonia Harris, uh, who was our guest on episode 152, told us she gives herself permission to not worry about what she was supposed to be doing if her day goes off track. Uh, as she said, life happens to all of us and we have to keep that in mind. So instead of filling every moment with back-to-back -back commitments, we can simplify our lives, learn to say no when it's appropriate, and this gives us room to function when things fall apart. That's all part of the process of giving yourself grace, recognizing that life happens, things happen, we're not always at peak performance all the time. Um, and so we need to recognize that because nobody is at peak performance all of the time. So the first step then is to give yourself grace. The second step, I think, to getting yourself back on track is to rationally kind of assess your situation. Think about what is off. When you say you're off track, what does that mean to you? Is it that your, your home or your workspace is disorganized and disorderly and cluttered and messy and just out of order in general? Um, does it mean your calendar is out of order? So you've been maybe missing appointments or been late to events, or you have so much going on that you're feeling overwhelmed, rushed, and exhausted? Um, that's often a situation. Kesha Moore in episode 128 told us when she's feeling anxious, that's a signal that she's allowed herself to get too busy. So she examines how she can get out of some of the obligations that are making her feel stressed and just to create some white space in her life. Um, and I thought that was really important. So maybe it's your calendar, your schedule that's gone crazy. Um, or is what when you say you're off track, is it that you're, you've lost uh, momentum on your physical well-being? Maybe you're not eating right, or you've dropped your workout routine and you're just not feeling as healthy and, and fit as you were before. Or does it mean that important goals or projects have stalled? You're not making progress anymore. So think about what, what it is, what the situation is, um, that, and what it is that feels off track. Maybe it's some combination of all of those things, uh, but just get a real grasp in your, in your head of what actually is off track that you'd like to get back on track and get improved. 
And the other part of assessing the situation is to ask yourself, how bad is it really? Is, is the house really a disaster or, or is your, you know, scheduled completely wrecked or have you, are you really making no progress on your goals or whatever those things are? Or are you just maybe being a little bit too hard on yourself? Maybe you're not uh, progressing as, as well or doing as well as you would like to be, but maybe it's not as bad as you've built it up in your mind to be. So think about that in assessing your situation. And the next step as you prepare to take action to get back on track is to go back to the basics, uh, the, the, the kind of important things, the, the very basic fundamentals that of productivity. And I would say, start with uh, just breathing, you know, just taking a pause, taking a few deep breaths and getting kind of your, your heart rate down and, and calm down. Shelly Clayton in episode 146 said one of the ways she learned to counteract that derailing when everything just goes crazy um, is by implementing a breathing exercise to help her relax. And she even uses it sometimes when she's driving. Um, meditation can help with this. So instituting that. Um, Shelly said for a long time, she didn't feel like she could um, implement meditation successfully, but she found a guided meditation that's a series of podcasts led by a woman named Mary Maddox. And I think we can put a link to that in the show notes. I know we have it, a link to that in the show notes for episode 146 when I talked to Shelly. And she points out that meditations vary in length, so she's able to sort of customize which ones she listens to depending on what's going on that day. Um, she's found those to be very helpful at recentering and kind of getting through the rest of the tough times. Maida Polk, uh, in episode 283, said the same kind of thing. Sometimes she will go take a walk outdoors to clear her head. And Freya Casey from episode 137 does that same thing. She, she says that being in nature grounds her and helps her understand how small her problems are and how she should enjoy God's beauty and understand that he's in control. So those are just three of the guests. And this came up over and over in the conversations with guests that sometimes when we feel like things have just gone completely off the rails and are out of control and we're feeling overwhelmed, that the first thing we need to do is just slow down and, and take a breath. Okay. And following hard on that, or as a part of that, get some perspective, um, a recent guest, Chris Rice from episode 296 said that when things start to get out of control, her first instinct is to try and control everything. And one of the biggest lessons she's learned is to learn to step away because she's learned if she does that and focuses on something else for a while, she sort of experiences a reset. And just by virtue of that, things start to get back on track. Um, similarly, Maria Benkson, uh, from episode 164 chooses to disengage for a little, just for a brief time when things get out of, out of control, she might go make some tea, take a walk, get away from whatever she's doing. Um, but just to take that little break, 
Marilee Orsini in episode 290 talked about a day that got away from her uh, and how she got back on track and her approach included eating something healthy and going for a hike before digging into the work that she needed to do. She reminds us that the positive simply has to overcome the negative in order for us to survive. And so Anything that, you know, taking that step back can help us and and getting outside, getting, uh, just taking that time to breathe that we were talking about a minute ago can help us get some perspective before we really start to take action. Uh, the third step, I guess, or the third thing we can do uh, in terms of getting back to the basics and, and implementing a plan to get back on track is to establish a little bit of a sense of control. Sometimes we stall because we feel that everything's completely out of control. And once we have, as you know, Chris and others have suggested, taken a step back and gotten some perspective, um, we can find ways to control what we can, even if it's something small. So, you know, it might be just get dressed. Uh, if you're at home, spend a few minutes tidying up, um, you know, make your bed, clean out the sink, put the dishes away, that sort of thing. Um, or if you're at work and your your things are feeling out of control and you're wanting to get back on track, spend a few minutes to kind of organize, tidy up your workspace. Uh, clear a space to work wherever you are working. Spend a little bit of time to clear off your desk or workspace. Put things away if you can do so quickly, but don't let yourself get sidetracked by trying to get things perfect and, and you know, digging into a big organizing project right now. Uh, for now, if you need to, just pull everything off your workspace, put it in a box for attention later, and put it out of sight until you have um, allocated time to deal with it. But clear a space to work where you won't feel overwhelmed by clutter and, and things distracting you. Once you've done these things, you've taken time to breathe and get some perspective and maybe done a couple of little things to kind of assert a little bit of control over the situation, then get out a paper and pen or, you know, whatever you like, whether it's a, just a cheap notebook and a pencil or pen or a really nice notebook and uh, with great paper and a, and a good pen, but sit down and do a little bit of thinking. First of all, reconnect with your why, your values and your guiding principles. Remind yourself of why you do what you do, what it means to you to make a life that matters and to be productive. Um, Keisha Moore in episode 128, I mentioned her earlier. She says when she gets out of whack, she'll sit with her vision and examine why she's doing everything she's doing. Now she each year makes a vision board and intentionally throughout the year, periodically, she sits down and looks at it and thinks about it. And it allows her to reconnect with her purpose. Um, and, and as a practical exercise, once you've done that, you can do as she does, cut some things out of the schedule that aren't central to your mission. But it's really important to kind of reconnect with that why, why you do what you do, why, you know, why being productive matters to you. And and that all goes back to things we've talked about in the past in terms of, you know, what kind of life do you want to live? What kind of person do you want to be? What are those guiding principles that are important to you? 
Second thing, as you're sitting there with your pen and paper and kind of journaling these things or just free writing, be sure to give yourself credit for what you have done, even if it's just surviving a difficult situation. We are really good at focusing on the things we're doing wrong, the things we didn't get done that we meant to or that we thought we should. Not so good at recognizing what we have done. And if you have made it through or, or are making it through a difficult life decision or, or situation, give yourself credit for that. Amanda Berlin, who was our guest on episode 134, told us that she's most stressed when she feels like she hasn't shown up as the best version of herself. And when that happens, it's important to her to regroup and consider what did go well. She tries to remember those moments when she has felt fulfilled and proud of herself. And um, she remembers her mom quoting uh, Gone with the Wind, which at sort of toward the end of the book, if you remember, Scarlett is dealing with uh, things that have happened to her and all the situations she's been through. And, and then Rhett has left her for good, she thinks. But she she stands there and thinks about it and says to herself, tomorrow is another day. And remembering that is so important. Um, tomorrow is another opportunity to show up in a way you're proud of. But for today, think about what you have done um, and give yourself credit for that. And then once you've done that, maybe just take some time to write down all the things you're stressing about, the things you identified above as being sort of out of control and off track, and and just get it all down on paper. Uh, Alyssa Smith, who was our guest on episode 113, takes this approach. If she's feeling overwhelmed, she sits back and thinks about what's making her feel that way. Is it her mood, her health, a personal challenge, a lack of motivation, and she just kind of writes that down, thinks about it, get it on paper, um, whatever it is that you're stressing about, get it written out. Natalie Rodriguez from episode 266 does the same thing. When things have gone off the rails, she tries to figure out what's causing her to feel that way. And she'll simply take out a piece of paper, write down everything that's on her mind, then prioritize those things and start she starts tackling the first thing on her list. So that that's a great approach to do that. Dallas Heath in episode 272 said the same thing. She likes to talk through these things with someone that she trusts, but if she can't, she, she'll write it out in her journal because it helps her to process it. There's something about putting these things down on paper that helps us uh, process it, maybe get a little bit better perspective on it. It sort of makes it more concrete and actionable. So do that. And also think about the habits that have served you well in the past, but maybe you've dropped out. That's part of the being off track is you're just not, uh, you know, you're not following those good habits that, uh, have, have served you in the past, which ones can you reinstitute now and, uh, come up with a plan to do that. And that's the next step. So we've, you know, we've, um, in our action plan, we've taken time to breathe We've and get some perspective. We've done a few things to establish a little bit of control over the situation so we don't feel so out of control. And then we've sat down with a paper and pen and done some journaling to reconnect with our why, to give ourselves credit for what we've done, 
and written down everything that we're stressing about and identifying those habits that maybe have dropped by the wayside that we'd like to reinstitute. And then we identify a place to start. We've got a lot of stuff on paper now, and that all by itself might feel a little bit overwhelming, but I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. I don't want me to feel overwhelmed. We're not going to do all this stuff at once. We need to pick out something, a place to start. And maybe one way is, you know, how do you, how do you decide uh, of all these things that ha- have been stressing you out and all these things that you feel like are off track and, and, and need to be attended to, what's the first thing you can do that will have the biggest impact? And that may be different for, you know, any, any two people looking at it might come out, choose something different, but think, just think for a moment about what would have the biggest impact. Kay Patterson from episode 193 in her case, she likes to choose the biggest task on her list because she feels most accomplished when she's done the hardest thing on the list. And then she can use that momentum to power through the rest of the list. So that's, that's one way to, um, to approach the the list of things that you think need to be done to get you back on track. Another way to approach it would be to say, what's the easiest way in? What's the smallest task you can complete to start the momentum heading in the right direction? And so if it's, you know, if the big issue, biggest issue for you is that the house is a disaster area, maybe you can just clear off one countertop in the kitchen or in the bathroom or somewhere like that. If your health and well-being are just kind of off the rails and you're feeling out of control about that, what, an easy way in a small task would be just to go for a 10 minute walk. Um, or if your work projects are overwhelming you and, and you're feeling behind and out of control there, maybe you just spend 15 minutes gathering the materials you need for that report you need to write. You know, it's going to be different depending on what's on your list, but the idea here, uh, you know, one alternative is Kay Patterson's approach of picking the biggest thing on the list and knocking that out uh, at the other end of the spectrum. What's the smallest task you can choose uh, to get that momentum started that you can complete quickly and have that satisfaction of of, of um, checking it off the list and therefore getting that momentum going? Uh, and so figure out what that might be. Either way, I would say don't spend a lot of time agonizing about what's the right place to start. Just pick something. Even if, you know, if you find yourself kind of struggling and spending a lot of time weighing pros and cons and not really actually taking any action at all, uh, you know, close your eyes and point at the paper with, with your pencil and whatever it lands on, start with that. But just do something. And then whatever it is, set a timer and just start. Alyssa Smith said it, this in episode 113, we need to give ourselves permission to just start and do that one little bit. And that can turn the tide and get us back on track. Um, similarly, ease your way back in if you need to. As, as I mentioned, you know, it can be when we've sat down and written out all the things that we feel like are out of control and off track, it may be overwhelming and, and almost paralyze us from starting. But if we find the easiest way in and kind of ease our way back in, maybe you're going to just 
spend an hour or even just 30 minutes each day on that re-entry process until you find yourself back on track. The idea is just to get the momentum going in the right direction. And finally, the, the last thing I would say in, the, in this action plan is to ask for help, either moral support and encouragement or practical help or both. Um, having, having a support system can make a huge difference in our ability to get back on track. Jennifer Flurry talked about this in episode 143. She believes in the importance of having people we can rely on for support and encouragement. And so she recommends having someone you can talk to who can calm you down, listen, and, and help you. Pooja Madan in, um, in her episode said the same thing. She, she said in the past, she felt like she needed to do everything for herself. Um, but she realized that asking for help is essential. If we assume that help isn't there, then we will never know. Pooja suggests that women struggle with receiving, but not with giving. And it's important to keep those energies in balance. She said, we need to both give and receive. Katie Kremitzos in episode 140 um, said that's what she does when things are out of control and overwhelming. She talks with somebody she trusts, her sister, her business coach, her accountability partner, and her husband. Talking through her frustration makes it seem less horrible, helps her get some perspective, like we were talking about before. So having help both in the sense of that encouragement or moral support, but also practical help. If there are things on that list uh, that you need to get back under control, reach out for help. If the house is needing attention, get the other people in your household involved. If projects at work are out of control, get help there where you can. You know, if you you want to get back on track with your health and fitness, Engage a coach for a while. You know, it doesn't have to be something you do forever, but getting help, whether it's volunteer, you know, family, friends, or someone you pay for assistance can make a huge difference in our ability to kind of knock that, those things out and get back on track to being productive in the way that we want to be um, with that goal of making a meaningfully productive life, making a life that matters as we define it. So these are some of the thoughts that I had on the uh, the idea of getting back on track when things have gone off the rails, uh, whether it's been a day, a week, a month, or longer. There is a way back in to being productive and and getting those things done that are important to us. Uh, these are I I hope you appreciated the ideas and the suggestions that some of our past guests contributed to this conversation. But I'd also like to know what you think when when the day or the week or the month or whatever gets away from you when you're completely overwhelmed and feel like things have gone completely off the rails. What do you do to get back on track? I would love to hear from you about that, and I may share that uh, the your your feedback on this in a future episode. You can share your answers to that question in the comments section of the show notes for this episode, which you'll find at theproductivewoman.com slash 298, or post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. Even better, if you are a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, 
post your suggestion there. Let's get a conversation going about what works for us to get back on track when things have gone south for us, as they say. Um, that's a great place to have that conversation. It's also, I would mention, a great place to go for support and encouragement to get the help we were talking about a minute ago, maybe to connect with somebody else who you can hold each other mutually accountable. If you'd rather share your thoughts on this with me privately, you can email your answer to that question and your comments or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, and I'd love to hear from you about that. When your life, when your day, your week or whatever gets away from you and has kind of gone off the rails, what do you do to get back on track? Share that with me, please. Share that with us uh, in the community and um, we can all learn from each other. Uh, before we go, I want to say a special thank you to a couple of members of the community who've reached, recently uh, shared nice reviews uh, of the podcast in Apple Podcasts or elsewhere. Let's see, Aaron from London said, I found this podcast as I was preparing to go back to work after maternity leave. I was interested in the world of productivity, but had become disheartened because never, nearly everything I heard or read seemed to be addressed to men, especially those without children. But the productive one was a breath of fresh air. It's an honest and thoughtful guide for ambitious women who also want to enjoy their lives. The podcast strikes a good balance between practical tips and discussions of wider issues. It's also a re reminder that things we might be hesitant about raising in a work or productivity setting such as childcare, saying no, or even hormones, are important and worthy of discussion. Uh, Karen Briscoe from the United States said, uh, and she's the author of, or, or a host of a podcast herself called Five Minute Success. Uh, she said, inspiration and insights that transform businesses and lives achieve a higher level of success by tuning in to the productive woman with Laura. And uh, thank you. Karen and Aaron, I appreciate your feedback very much. Uh, one last reminder, don't forget to share your best productivity tip so I can share it with the community in an up upcoming milestone episode. Two possibilities, and you can contribute on either one of them. First of all, what does it mean to you to make a life that matters? And the second question is, what's your... Um, the, the, the productivity principle or tip or tool or whatever that's been most helpful to you in your own productivity journey. Please uh, email those to me very soon uh, because these episodes are coming up and I want to be sure and include your contribution. Uh, email those to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com or just go to the website, theproductivewoman.com and look for that little button over on the right-hand side uh, that says, uh, send me a, a voicemail and you can leave a voice message. And that is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. As always, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I hope you found something in it that is helpful to you. I really do look forward to hearing from you and to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. <laughs>